0: content warning on this podcast we discuss sensitive issues including but not limited to swearing tasteless jokes situations of a sexual nature and drug use this podcast is not intended for children welcome to bibliorex where we read the world's worst books I'm Bam Bam and I'm alone right now because I'm actually in the editing room. We recorded for over three hours on this episode, and we did not sensibly pace it, so I'm here in the editing room trying to make it palatable. Last time we read about Lanik on Planet Treason, and about his boobs, and how racist him and his society is. Uh, He also murdered his clone, which was weird, to say the least. Lanik was then picked up by a slave ship and taken as a captive. So we're gonna come in hot from that situation. So I hope you guys enjoy.
1: And we're back for more racism.
0: <laughs>
1: How are you doing, Bam Bam?
0: <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, I'm doing. I'm doing okay, actually. Like this is, like it, it's pretty racist but i've definitely read more racist stuff unfortunately
1: you know what's wild is he lives down in greensboro north carolina
0: lives like currently like still yeah. alive
1: yeah oh yeah he's still alive and still writing
0: oh oh yeah jay did say uh he just came up with a book last yeah, year published it. he's been year.
1: publishing all through the 20 teens
0: that's so weird
1: so Lanick has been captured by slavers. So the ship is from a place called Singer, but the family are called the Wankier. What? W-A-N-K-I-E-R. They're the Wankiers.
0: I'd be wankier than you?
1: <laughs> Question mark? Such an odd name. Like, yeah. I understand he has a hard time coming up with clever names, but I thought that was just a very odd, they're wankier. I mean,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a choice.
1: So Lennox is stuck on the ship for five months, and he starts growing extra limbs because he's a radical regenerator, regenerative, and without all that exercise, mm-hmm. all those extra calories just go toward growing new limbs.
0: Is that how that works?
1: In this moment in time, it does. In this part of the novel. At this moment in time.
0: But it's not consistent? No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> it's like, hey, nothing weird's happening in <laughs>
1: just at this moment in time he has extra calories no exercise and he grows extra limbs the food and water come down in a bucket they go back up so he's in the hold in a little cell on his own and no one sees him here zent's being stuck on a boat quote i am a horseman not a seaman my idea of traveling is with surging flesh between my legs not bounding from side to side
0: for a homophobic man, this is the yeah. <laughs> this is the most homosexual thing I've ever read.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, he, he's growing extra limbs. He can't move around, but he mentally goes over the history of the families on treason. Three thousand years ago, a group of intellectual elites tried to take over their homeworld government. that got exiled by spaceship to the planet called Treason. Each family had some academic skill. Genetics, physics, geology, botany, theology, Hmm. and I'm not going to bore you with the list of families and their abilities. Most of it doesn't actually matter.
0: It's just an open moment for some
1: exposition, I guess. Yeah, because he's like going insane and having waking dreams Hmm. and not dealing with being a prisoner and oh, poor him. So he hears the other slaves in the other cells being um, taken up on the deck to get some exercise because they're going to be farming slaves, they're going to be like physical laborer slaves. Mm. He is going to be in the circus, so they don't take him up. Hmm. And he is extremely jealous of them getting to see sunlight and the ocean and feel air on their faces. Hmm. So he starts yelling. Let me up, let me up, ah, shut up or we'll cut out, cut off your balls. And he's like, that's fine, just let me up. Because he knows he'll grow another right. set. <laughs> he's there like, we'll cut your tongue out if you don't shut up. He's like, that's fine, just let me up. Because <laughs> nobody else in the world knows that they are radical regenerative. Right. This is a secret. And I'm like, how could you keep that secret hmm. for 3,000 years?
0: Yeah, that's... <sighs> At the very least, it's a very original situation.
1: It is. And that's one of the things I do love about his stuff is he comes up with some really funny creative ideas. Mm -hmm. So they are tired of him yelling. They throw down a rope and he uses his forearms to grab the rope and they haul him up. They all start screaming and praying when they see Lanik because he's naked. He has four arms, three pairs of testicles two breasts and five legs, two hearts, two noses, three ears on the left side of his head and looks like a monster or a god. So they think they've pulled a sea monster out of the brig and they're crying and screaming and begging for forgiveness and they stab him through the heart but he has another heart. Right. So he just keeps on swinging and they shoot him with arrows and that doesn't slow him either. So they're like, what can we do? Please, please forgive us. And he says, drop me on land. So they say, okay, okay. And they put him in a long boat and they take him ashore, drop him off. And he can't see because he's been in a hold for five months. Mm-hmm. And when he turns around and he can finally see, he's at the edge of a desert. Mm-hmm. And if only I had kept my mouth shut in my comfortable, wonderful, well-watered cell. If only I had said things to dispel the crew's fear. If only I had been born a moose. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he just hates living this life.
0: Oh, okay. He
1: only gets bad luck, apparently.
0: Yeah, I'll be.
1: And moose have good luck, maybe? Yeah, I, can,
0: I, can. I mean, they can dive underwater. Yeah. No, no. I don't. I that don't doesn't know. really have anything think, to do with anything. But neither if does. If only th-
1: I'd been born a camel, would have been more appropriate. Yeah, that
0: would make sense.
1: So he's able to walk on his many limbs naked, and he starts walking into the desert. Um, he expects to die, but he walks long enough to find shade. So, like, there's these sort of mountainous areas, but the desert has no insects, no plants, Mm -hmm. no animals. It is completely barren. Mm -hmm. It is only sand and sky. There's no water. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So he walks and he walks and he walks and he lays down and his heart stops beating. He had another one, so I don't know what the point of that was. (laughs) That's just what it said.
0: So (laughs) what? (laughs) <laughs> so wait what's wrong with the one heart like does he just have like a random cardiac issue like one's just dead but for some reason this other one is fine still it's so that
1: he can make this dramatic and then i died but not really so he wakes up I mean. and a man boy is leaning over him he asks for water and the boy looks at the sand and a pool of water appears out of the sand so he's th- thrusts his face into the water, and drinks and drinks and drinks until he feels better. Now, these people aren't really described, which means they're white people. Oh, okay. They're just very tanned and have sun-bleached hair. Huh. And they're all naked. And they're all men. So, the boy man says, why are you like that? So strange. Lanick replies, God knows I wish I weren't. And he passes out. The family the boy is from is called Schwartz. <laughs>
0: No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: desert people. Yes. Schwartz. Schwartz.
0: Like the Schwartz be with you.
1: I don't know.
0: Mel Brooks.
1: I think I saw that when I was a kid.
0: It was Spaceballs.
1: I was offended by that movie because I was an isolated child and it had penis fighting. Uh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you need to go back and watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might be okay watching it now as an adult, but when I saw it when I was a teenage girl, we couldn't even say the word "peace." Yeah, so, you were you, know. you were
0: Christian offended.
1: <laughs> yes, I was isolated Christian offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch the original Star Wars at that time. I don't know why my dad borrowed Spaceballs.
0: Yeah, what year did Spaceballs come out?
1: It's been. It's been a while, but I it was you know.
0: I'm just wondering who stole from who. Like, did Mel Brooks steal from this bizarre? Because that those are the only two places that I've, I've heard that word.
1: Schwartz. Hell, Schwartz. I think it's just a name. I think it's like a Germanic name, isn't it? Mel Brooks has many better creative ideas. I yeah. don't think he would have bothered stealing from yeah. this. <laughs> okay. Sorry. This whole chapter super tangent. Is just a character upgrade disguised as storytelling mm. so back when you did the um lit rpg mm-hmm. episode and you had to sit there and the character was getting upgraded and we were just describing it yeah that's what this chapter is i think that Warson scott card painted himself into a corner and needed an escape this is where the story breaks mm-hmm. because lanik has all these extra limbs mm-hmm. he can't feed himself he can't walk Mm -hmm. hardly he's a lumbering monster
0: yeah and he's already established that he can't remove all of these extra body parts right because they'll just grow right back
1: right so all of this has been interesting but now he's stuck with how do i fix this Mm -hmm. how can i make it so my character can continue to go do things Because you would kind of expect him to just become a circus centerpiece, like Mm -hmm. the slavers thought he would be. The Schwartz have magic sand rock powers and magic carbon powers. Why? Because Orson Scott Card needed to upgrade Lanik.
0: Wait, are they geologists?
1: Yes. Okay. They're descended from the geologists, and they can pull water from deep in the earth, and that's where that came from. Her. They show Lanik that you can. they can make mountains come out of the sand, they can turn rock into sand so they can climb up the side of the mountain and little footholds appear where they want it to be.
0: So they're earthbenders.
1: Yeah, like rock earthbenders, basically. You,
0: you heard it here, folks. Uh Orson Scott Card created the hit show Avatar.
1: I don't think you should shame Avatar like that. <laughs> it's very rude yeah. to Aang and all them. So there's a boy named Helmet that...
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop is laughing.
1: <laughs> the boy man who found him. And he's the one who takes Lanark on this learning how to earth bend journey mm-hmm. so they climb up a cliff and he tells Lanik to jump off of the cliff wait reverse i forgot to mention they use their carbon power to take away all of his limbs that was wrong and they left him a perfect human body no ovaries
0: no tits no tits What well, how would they know to take the ovaries though
1: I don't know, cause they could have given him a vagina and just taken away yeah, the testicles. They wouldn't
0: have necessarily not like he had they the boobs there. N-
1: right. They could have they might not have even realized he was meant to be male and mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be female. Whew, lucky escape. <laughs> 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 no, no.
0: Yeah, I- that would have ruined the story <laughs> if the main character was female. Like, oh we gotta throw this one away. <laughs> Let me start over. See you
1: now. <laughs> so they upgrade his body. Yeah. He goes from having all these limbs to having only two arms, two legs, no ovaries, no breasts. He no longer needs to eat food or drink water or breathe. <laughs> and he will no longer die. He's immortal because they're immortal. They can change their appearance. They can change their age. They are ageless. They do not die. <sighs> All
0: right, sure.
1: That's why I'm saying. It just feels like a character upgrade, and we need to just throw powers at mm-hmm.
0: How do Mormons feel about Jewish people?
1: I don't know, but I don't think it's good.
0: Because I feel like this there might be like Wait, a aren't through they line. The ones
1: who think that real Jews came to the U.S. Yeah. back in when, and then the people here were like descended from the real Jews and the fake Jews are in the Middle East or something. Aren't they part of that? don't they believe in that conspiracy theory? Uh,
0: I think it's something like uh the Native Americans that were here were like a banished tribe of Israel. The thirteenth
1: tribe of Israel. Yeah, something I've like heard that. that theory too. Yeah. Like that conspiracy theory. I-,
0: I think that's the Mormon thing. I don't I don't know <gasps> much about Mormon I don't so. know
1: much about like Mormon beliefs hmm. or their history. Yeah. Um, Just some I've caught from like other podcasts, and I do have a friend who's Mormon, but it's not one of those things. Oh, what do you believe about black people? (laughs) You know, that's just not something that generally comes up in conversation when your kids are playing together.
0: I'm I'm just sensing a a through line here because there's these mystical, immortal, magic folk that are named a traditionally Jewish name Mm -hmm. that live in the desert.
1: Damn. Oh, you're right. I didn't even and, think about that.
0: I mean, there's also like the golem thing, like uh, some Jewish traditions.
1: Right, because they could magic rock and make right. the golems.
0: Also, Moses did that thing where he hit a rock and it made water. And
1: water came out. And they live in the desert in yeah. isolation from everyone around them. No one even knows they exist.
0: Okay. So this is a different kind of racism now. <laughs>
1: possibly along the (laughs) noble savage idea in that they're mystical otherworldly and not really human
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay well i'm really glad that you're thinking about those things because i was just
0: slogging through
1: slogging through and it's just like oh it's my god it's so funny he loves helmet but no homo (laughs) literally (laughs) what they're like embracing but not sexually mm. and he loves him and helmet is like jump off the cliff if you're pure of heart the sand will catch you and that's how you gain your sand powers so he has to leap from this 200 foot cliff but the sand will reach up and pick him up and gently cradle him like a baby because the sand the rock the earth is a sentient care in this novel and by jumping off the cliff and getting caught by the sand, Lanik now can commune with the Earth and make it do whatever he wants. Earthquakes, sand moving around, pratfalls. He has the power to speak to the Earth and make moves. So it's more than earth bending, like from Avatar. Mm-hmm. This is like God powers. This is like he is now God of the Earth.
0: Like He's already... He's already functionally immortal, and now he's extra immortal?
1: Extra immortal, doesn't need to drink, he photosynthesizes, he gets his life from the sun, he doesn't have to breathe, they don't age or die, so because of their DNA powers.
0: So he's a solaritarian that-
1: Regrows instantly, because he's also Deadpool.
0: Yeah. Except not funny or charming in any kind of way. No.
1: And still 15 years old. Because this is two months later.
0: Mm.
1: No. Five months in the ship. Two months in In Nkumi. So yeah, this is less than a year later.
0: Yeah.
1: So Lanik learns the rock manipulation powers. In fact, he's still extra special. And his skull grows to allow room for his brain to expand behind his ears. Oh my god. His head grows, so he has bulges behind his ears because he is super, super special. They tell Lanik that he has surpassed even their abilities and they aren't as strong as him anymore.
0: Oh, a fucking course. Was Orson into phrenology?
1: Makes you wonder. Yeah,
0: and I makes wonder. me think
1: about your Jewish thing and yeah. weird head shapes.
0: I don't want to know anything else about that. I know,
1: I don't either. I'm so annoyed. I'm like, I should look him up. No, I don't want to. Oh my God. (laughs) I do know a couple things about him and this might be a good time to talk about that. Mm -hmm. So I had read an interview where he was talking about how he saw all these little boys dressed up as Darth Vader at Halloween. And that really deeply upset him. Oh. Because the idea of a bad guy being idolized by anyone was the worst thing he could imagine.
0: Oh, like They're, just the puritanical total lack of any kind of nuance.
1: Yeah. So all of his good guy characters have to be completely pure and good.
0: Perfect.
1: They have to be perfect. Oh. And his bad guys are just bad. Mm. They're just evil. He for, can,
0: for the sake of it.
1: For the sake of it. he never ever wants any of his characters that are bad mm. to be likable or for you to look up to them or to even understand them. Yeah. That is a huge limitation in his storytelling. Mm. I feel like this is kind of where he sets the line in the sand of this character is pure. Mm. Never mind, he has killed 5 people up till now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The sand accepted him.
0: Well, I mean, those weren't white people.
1: <laughs> well, the two soldiers who tried to rape him were white. Oh, were they? But they were trying to rape him. Yeah. So that's a valid I mean, that, that Yeah,
0: that is justified. I will give it that.
1: The Nkumi he killed escaping from the tree city, those were justified because he was fleeing for his life. Mm. You know, all of these other situations where he killed someone... He has his own internal justification. Mm -hmm. And so the sand accepts him as pure. Mm. Because the idea is you cannot manipulate the earth if you're impure. And that is a through line in the story.
0: That doesn't make any sense. Like the earth is full of impurities. Just as a symbolism kind of thing.
1: The rock feels pain when anyone dies. The earth feels pain when there's murder. So when there's war, the entire Earth is screaming the whole time.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And the Schwartz are connected to that power, <laughs> and they also feel intense pain from all the murders going on around them. You okay there? You all right, bud? I just went back to the space balls again. What was the Schwartz? Can you remind me? <laughs> I don't know what it was.
0: <laughs> the Schwartz it's kind of the stand-in for the force in star wars okay and you get these schwartz rings and that's the penis lightsaber
1: oh so it was a ring you held that had the yeah. laser light that came out yeah but they had to hold it at their belt
0: i mean i, I don't think they had to but they they both chose to for sure okay okay <laughs> Like, I think that was just for the joke. But yeah, they, okay. they wore a ring and that's where the laser came.
1: <laughs> okay. So may the Schwartz be with you. Yeah. It basically may the force be with you. Okay. God. So Lannick is speaking to the earth and he's asking the rock if he can go back to Mueller to save them from the IncuMi. Quote, I was no longer a radical regenerative. And I was twice the soldier my father was, and by far a better general than my brother. I was needed if my family was to endure. I asked the rock if one life could be more important than another, and it said no. I asked whether it was right to end one life if by ending it, many others could be saved. The rock said yes. So he's debating philosophy with the rock, but the rock has all this power, and he wants to use the power.
0: Mm -hmm. So he's got a. He's got to seduce the dirt to take him back home.
1: (laughs) Well, and they're very concerned the Schwartz don't want him to leave because he has this rock power. (laughs) Are you okay? I'm trying to stop laughing every you say. Well, well, we'll move on. We won't talk about them for much longer. It's okay. <laughs> they don't want him to leave because he will take this ability with him, and any he murders, it'll be their fault.
0: Oh my god!
1: Because if he uses the rock to murder, that makes them culpable. Maybe you should have thought about that before giving it. <laughs> Yes. And they thought he would stay with them forever and become one of them. But he's like, no, I got all this power. I'm no longer a rad. I can go home and rule as king. (laughs) Because he's still just a bloodthirsty soldier descended from this eugenicist, and he just wants to conquer the world and rule like his dad. Mm -hmm. He's no different and no better than anyone else. But he's pure of heart because the sand said so.
0: Right. Oh, God.
1: He doesn't need sleep. He doesn't need food. He has the body of a perfect 16-year-old boy. So he's going to go home and fight the Nkumi.
0: Hey, Biblio fans, friends, and fiends. Just taking a moment to tell you how to find our growing community. We're on Facebook and Instagram, where we try to post as often as we can. We have a subreddit that will start as soon as we get over our crippling fear of it. And, of course, our YouTube. Look us up at Bibliorex, spelled B-I-B-L-I-O-W-R-E-C-K-S. We'd love to hear suggestions and chat about bad books there, as well as over email. Our email is bibliorex at gmail.com thanks for listening now let's get back to that bad book
1: Lanick is walking out of the desert he's walking through the countryside to mm-hmm. home and he sees the entire countryside is burned towns are destroyed and people run in fear when he says his name is Lanik Mueller
0: Oh god! like how do you interpret this anyway except a villain origin story <laughs>
1: truly and that's the thing if orson scott cart could could allow himself to have any nuance or to allow this character to actually become evil Mm -hmm. seeking the ends he wants yeah that could be an amazing story Mm. that could be a really fantastic origin story Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) otherwise this is just bizarre
1: it is bizarre it's really sad like i'm
0: supposed to believe this character is like holy good as he's like coming through the streets scaring the shit out of people just at the sound of his name
1: right so someone gives him clothes because all of the shorts are naked (laughs) last time i'm not gonna i'm not gonna
0: laugh i'm not gonna laugh
1: and the mueller army finds him they bind him hand and foot and haul him to his father's court where he's on trial for treason this is all a surprise to him. What did I do? I didn't right. do no treason. Thousands have seen him, Lanik Mueller, lead the Nkumi armies to battle, and the Nkumi have conquered nearly the whole world. But it wasn't Lanik. It was his double that grew out of his guts. It must have matured and had his skills and memories, and regenerated its head and body. Uh my producer's face is one of absolute <laughs> horror and i'm dying
0: so wait
1: <laughs> the entire time he's been in the desert
0: yeah i forgot about that wrangle too like he made an accidental clone of himself i, I feel his like brains I feel, in. yeah and he's still pure of heart
1: mm-hmm yeah, he murdered himself, but he's still pure of heart.
0: Yeah. Like, how how is this anything but an allegory for abortion?
1: Or suicide.
0: Or suicide, yeah. I guess right. it's both in that case.
1: And at one point in the book, he refuses to kill himself because the murder of suicide hurts the earth just as bad as <laughs> other murder. <laughs>
0: uh, I've just been... <laughs> just... Uh our producer's phone, uh <laughs> Evil Deadpool.
1: Where he split himself in half and regrew an evil half. Uh,
0: it looks like it. Uh yeah, the I've origins heard about that. of the being known as Evil Deadpool are tied to uh, she collected numerous parts of Deadpool's body that he had lost over the years and kept them in her freezer. That's nice.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so that basically happened. Nobody believes that Lannock learned magic rock powers or lived in the desert or was in the sea Mm -hmm. in a boat, they are like, no, you led the Nkumi to conquer all of us. Now you're on trial. Mm. Why would I walk in here? Because you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So he has been sentenced to be drawn and quartered. But I was wondering if he would just grow four of him. That's not really discussed. Anyway... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking at this point, he could just make a clone army. Yeah, that would be himself. funny. <laughs> <sighs>
0: that
1: would be the thing to do. What? So he's sentenced. They torture him and they cut out his eyes mm. and lock him in a cell. So Sonara is his girlfriend from mm-hmm. the year ago that he knocked out and left behind. She comes to a cell at night and tells him they are going to escape. His eyes are growing back as he walks with her, the rate of his healing is
0: incredibly, 30, yeah, incredibly, very fast.
1: So they pop out his eyeballs that evening, middle of the night, his eyes are growing back. Mm-hmm. They meet up with Ensel, which is his father's name. Um, Dinte and Ensel's second wife have taken control of the army and the court. So Ensel and Lenik and Sonara are fleeing. Mm hmm. Ansel had assumed that the real Lanark was running in Kumi's army, so he let them ravage the countryside with very little resistance because he thought Lanark was coming back to rescue him from Dinte and his wife. Hmm. In reality, it was not Lanark. That's what I call the clone. Oh. By the time... <laughs>
0: I just got that. Uh, it was Lanic not, not Lannick. Not Who was it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lannick and not Lannick. Because I'm like, I have to name him and he's this character now.
0: And the text doesn't give him like like any even gives, any stand-in no. title. Nope. Oh, that's weird.
1: I think it calls him not Lannick a few times or false Lannick, or other Lannick. He's never given another name or title. It's 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 so annoying. <laughs> Most people distrust Ensel because he just let the N'Kumi army walk all over him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they hate Lanark because everyone seen him had the N'Kumi army. Right. So they try to sneak out of the castle, and Lanark creates a small earthquake to distract the guards. Dinte, his second brother, uh, finds Lanark trying to escape, and he tries to kill him. Mm. But Lanark ha- can see light-ish. You can like see vague light at this point. And he uses his rock powers to knock Dente down, and then he grabs Dente's sword and slits him from ear to ear for revenge for the previous assassination attempt back at the beginning of the story.
0: Petty, but I respect it.
1: Yeah. So they ride north, and they meet up with 300 loyal soldiers. They gather 8,000 soldiers, but Dinte, the new king, made a peace treaty with the Nkumi, and now they are hunting Ensil and Lanik with 120,000 men. The Nkumi hid the not Lanik as soon as he had returned to Mueller. Hmm. So everyone believes that it was the real Lanik, and he was just bloodthirsty and deranged. And like they're described as pillaging, raping, torturing burning crops, burning houses coming in as just absolute psychos mm-hmm. not conquering in a normal oh, I'm gonna own this land now. Mm. they were shown to be absolutely just bizarrely bloodthirsty
0: yeah I mean that that's a fine and uh, way to show that, but that's how it is on both sides mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be like one of them is especially quote unquote vicious or anything like that
1: well and at the beginning of the story lanik was shown to be kind to the black slave girl that mm-hmm. his family conquered and took slaves yeah they took property and tribute mm-hmm. so it's 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 just he wants you to see the inkumi as the most evil bloodthirsty people on oh. this whole planet yeah and everyone hates lanik because he's at the head of the army but it's not actually him because he's right. really good He wouldn't do that. He's a good boy.
0: You know what? I'm going to call him from now on. Kennel.
1: (laughs) Canal. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Good old canal.
1: So there's. 10 pages of just really boring, bizarre war strategy.
0: Gratuitous violence, whatnot.
1: No, it's just, oh, if we go here, but they'll find us there. Oh, we can flee and go down this river. Uh, oh, they found us and we went the other way. And it's just a bore. It's just boring. Yeah. And it's absolutely pointless because they go to the uh, forest of Kukui that he had fled to at the beginning. right? And they only end up with like a couple hundred soldiers anyway. Hmm. Cuz nobody wants to go into the dread forest cooky and get killed.
0: Except for that one lady that lived there.
1: Yeah, and she and told she got she got killed by, got killed by that soldiers cuz she like lived on the edge and she's like, "Oh, it's fine, just don't eat the white berries." <laughs> so He's like, no, I went through it. I survived. We mm. can all go in there. But everyone in the army is like, uh-uh, we don't want to die. Mm. Uh-uh, we're not going to die. Uh-uh. So he goes in and he and his father, like they get into the forest enough that the Nkumi stop chasing them. Mm. And a bunch of the soldiers defect and run away. But they can just join Dente's army because they're all Mueller's, and it doesn't oh matter. So Ensel is this, he's just, puffed up as being the perfect king the f- perfect father this great general yeah and he's really the sad pathetic old man
0: like just really backseats it
1: but he's also he loves his father and he's there to help him and loyalty to his father is like his his that's his morality point mm. if he is being loyal to his father that means he's good uh uh-huh. uh So, he and his father walk further and further into Kukui, and they leave Sarana and all the other people with the few hundred soldiers who came with them. They leave them like a day's hike into the forest, but they didn't bring them further in. Mm. So, him and his dad are walking in, walking in, walking in. The daylight never changes. It's just always daylight. Right. Nobody shows up. Nobody talks to them. And uh, Lanik is finally like, they're not paying attention to us i'm gonna make a lake disappear so he uses his sand power to just disappear a lake and instantly two Ku Ku people show up and say give us our lake back
0: you fucking asshole
1: <laughs> you why <laughs> would you come in here and <laughs> steal our lake give it back and he's like no not unless you help us and our soldiers why would we do that for you
0: I mean, this is very cool. Because if you don't,
1: I won't give you your like back. <laughs> so they finally agree after Lanak uses his sand powers to make Pratt falls and make them fall over and just bully them. Wow. He just bullies them until they're like, fine, <laughs> we'll help you. We have we can we we magic time. So we can use our powers to turn your hundreds of soldiers into fast time, and we can speed through time so when they go back out of the forest a little, it'll have been a hundred years and you can just conquer them.
0: What? What? What the <laughs> fuck?
1: The Kukui have time magic. What? They change their own personal Sense time win. streams relative to everyone else's time streams. <laughs> <laughs> Lannix likes that idea. Sure. I'll give you back your lake and you can make my soldiers appear six months in the future and no one will be expecting us and we'll win. Ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, but all they're going to do is get better infrastructure and more settled in and stuff like that. And I I guess you get a surprise advantage out of that, but at that point they have a home field advantage oh yeah so i don't know <laughs> like the guys that are chasing after them are just gonna like sit out there for six months like well i guess we should just leave <laughs> then they come after him. <laughs> so
1: <sighs> yeah so they agree that um the kukui should speed the soldiers time up So that a hundred years into the future, they'll appear out of nowhere and return to conquer the land. So he's like, "Yeah, just skip us a hundred years to the future, thanks."
0: That's so weird. Just you're. Everyone would be dead
1: by then. Yeah, what's the point? I don't know.
0: A hundred year, like
1: that's what I. What are you going back to? Everyone going- you knew would be dead. Even their grandchildren would be dead. So it would just be a completely new country. Yeah, you've
0: got like three generations of entrenched Kukui
1: and uh, Kumi,
0: Yeah, and Kumi. Yeah, Kukui was the forest.
1: Yeah, Kukui is time. Schwartz is sand. Uh, and Kumi are physicists in the forest of oh, trees. It's a lot of people, and it becomes really.
0: And they're just the, the names are weird. They're very weird. Yeah.
1: Okay. So they agree. He gives them their like back. They walk back to where Serana and the soldiers in are and are. And what had been happening is you would walk in, and some kukui would see you, and change your time stream so that you would be walking days and days and days. But in real time, it had been a couple hours. So the sun was always shining.
0: Uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah.
1: So they get back to the army and everyone is dead or gone except Sarana because they cut off her arms and legs and cut her throat as a message to we hate you.
0: Uh, for but a we- hundred years?
1: No, they were going back to the soldiers to do the hundred year thing. Yeah. But when they get back, all the soldiers are gone. or Oh,
0: uh, okay.
1: So all of that was pointless. <laughs>
0: It mean, was a really stupid plan anyway. It was a very <laughs> stupid
1: plan. So all that's left of all those people and all those plans is... Um, Just wipe. Ensel, the king, Lanik, the son, and Serana, his girlfriend. So they go and live with the Kukui and learn time magic.
0: Sure, why not more powers? Yeah, he
1: needs another upgrade. Uh, Serana is called Stump. Because of the missing legs and arms.
0: Uh, wait, does she not grow them back?
1: She grows them back, uh, but okay. it takes time. Uh, okay. It takes her like a week. Just
0: like the first, yeah, for the whole week. They're just like, hey, what are you doing there, Stumpy?
1: Yep. And she is so good at learning their kukui time stuff that she slows her time like, time down so slow that she looks like a stump sitting there. In her time, she's playing with a flower, but in their time, she's barely moving. And she can watch all the people fly by around her outside of her time bubble. So that's her thing that she likes to do. Okay. And so she goes and has sex with other boys and just becomes part of that community. Good for her. And Ensel is just a very depressed, angry old king who no longer has a kingdom. But he's still good and perfect because he's Lanark's father. Right. Ensel finally is able to kill himself in a river or a lake. He jumps off a cliff, breaks his neck, and drowns before he can regenerate. (laughs) So that frees up Lanark to stop worrying about his dad, and he can really hunker down and learn this time manipulation technique now. Convenient. Yep. So he is not great at time control, but he can do enough to speed up or slow down his own time. Mm-hmm. He can't manipulate anyone else's, yeah. but he now has this new superpower. So he can speed up his own internal time and everyone else is barely moving and he is across the room. Mm-hmm. So it's like a magic trick. Did you ever watch the show Heroes? Where no. Where that... that that I think he was like, maybe, was he a Chinese kid, like a Chinese American boy? And he had that time ability. And there was like a thing of if you made a thousand origami cranes, you could have a wish. And so he goes oh. into fast time and he does a thousand origami cranes to wish for, I think, like somebody was sick and he wanted them to be better.
0: Right.
1: Kind of like that idea, but. Mm. <sighs> We need to have some more racism.
0: Oh. uh.
1: The kukui are described as very, very, very fat brown people. Uh. They are lazy. They laugh all the time, but they're never actually happy.
0: God damn it.
1: Everything is pointless and they just laugh all the time and never take anything seriously.
0: So they're just nihilistic. Okay. Yeah. Why are you being a dick about it? (laughs)
1: Lanick loves them like immense self-propelled toys.
0: Literally not people.
1: Literally not people. He does not see Fuck. them as people. <laughs> that was a quote.
0: God. He is the worst.
1: Yeah. So he gains his abilities. He has the sand power. Now he has the time power. And he's ready to leave Kukui and move on with his adventure because this was just a pit stop to upgrade his um stats.
0: The worst.
1: So Serana is like, no, don't leave me, but I don't want to go. Uh, and she's like crying and her time, her time speed is like super, super, super slow. Mm-hmm. So she's like barely moving and everyone else around her is at their own time. He leaves her, leaves Kukui, and he's feeling all superior and deciding he's going to save the world. From what? I guess the Inkumi. I don't know. Hello, Biblio freaks, geeks, and lovers. Bugs here. We wanted to let you know about our option to follow us on Patreon. We have a couple of tiers where you can listen to our bad book, bad movie review. We read a bad book, and then we watch its bad movie counterpart. In the past, we've done Eragon, Shadow Builder by Bram Stoker, and we have a lot of different things in the future. Please let us know if you have any suggestions for future bad book, bad movie combos and let's get back to the podcast he wanders around various towns and countries get and then in this one village
0: so he just leaves his wife there like she
1: he just leaves around there she she's wants to stay there so he just leaves her
0: oh okay
1: kind of okay you know how they always fridge the hero's wife in like Action movies. Yeah. They literally do that here. He comes back and gets her later. Oh She's literally frozen in this exact moment when he comes back to get her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literal fri. Oh my god. Yeah, they god. just preserve her in amber
1: at this exact moment and he walks away and goes uh, and has his adventures like hey
0: i'm not looking at you right now so you're clearly not going to be doing anything mm-hmm. while i'm she not does here nothing.
1: she doesn't even move her hand
0: oh. in the years
1: between this and the end of the book because we can kill off his dad his dad's unimportant mm-hmm. we can slash dente's throat we can move on because you can kill those characters and it doesn't really affect anything. Yeah. But he wants Serana to be there at the end of the story mm-hmm. so he has an easy pick-up wife
0: Af- After he's done doing his After cool he's shit. done doing
1: his cool hero journey. Mm-hmm. And she will be the perfectly preserved 16-year-old girl that he wants. Because he's going to grow and mature and she has to always forever be a child.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Did he tell her to like slow. slow, No, that was
1: just her choice. That was her enjoyment of the time stream. Because people would pick up their own time stream choices. Right. So some people would live their whole lifetime in like real time in a week. And they would just fly through Earth. But in their own time, it's still years going by.
0: Uh, Sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So he just wanders around trying to figure out what the hell he's gonna do. And he... Life.
0: sorry that's so funny too because he made he made the main character to where he could like mess with time a little bit mm-hmm. but not to where he's gonna have to continually explain it and expound upon it throughout the story
1: he only gets gains enough time powers to cause um plot points.
0: Yeah. Cuz okay. if he was
1: better with it, then he would be able to skip all of these plot points. Mm-hmm. But no, he's not that good. So we have these other issues that come up to mm-hmm. add to the story.
0: So just good enough to be a cool thing he can do when it's convenient and something you can just totally forget about until mm-hmm. then. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So he's wandering around all these towns and he gets seen by Mobeo Mawa She's in a carriage being escorted by this huge Nkumi army, and she sees him, so he freaks out, and he runs away. It's he like- doesn't want her to send the army after him, so he goes into fast time, Oh! and-
0: I thought he was still scared of the giant black lesbian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably that too
0: <laughs> like she's not interested in you bro you don't have boobs anymore yeah he
1: doesn't have boobs he's a perfect beautiful 16 year old boy no. Uh, so he goes in quick time and runs away and it is up to Lanick to save the world uh, so he goes to Britain the country
0: uh, literal Britain
1: it's just named Britain B-R-I-T-O-N And he lives Uh, in a countryside called Humpers and the people there are called Humpers and it's Humper country. (laughs) (laughs) The Humpers live in a very leak, harsh climate. It's very, very cold at night, but since Lanark can survive without eating, drinking, sleeping needing shelter Mm -hmm. they see him as this ghost god angel character who just lives in the forest so he becomes this mythology man of the wind or whatever and then one day he sees a shepherd struggling to get his sheep over a hill and he walks down and helps the shepherd move the sheep to a different pasture because mm-hmm. the shepherd's dogs had died and now all the sheep were getting lost because it was only him so he goes with the shepherd helps with the sheep they take him into the community and they feed lanik dinner mm-hmm. he doesn't have to eat but he takes enough in his bowl to accept food as like the custom right the wife prays over the food and mm-hmm. And she feeds a bite of the stew from her bowl to her husband. The husband then feeds a bite of his stew from his bowl to Lanik.
0: Oh, is this the the long spoons thing? What? There, there's this old uh, biblical parable about the long spoons. I don't know that. Oh, it's like uh, you, you've got a bunch of people that are like starving and they have these spoons that are too long to dip into a giant soup bowl hmm. like they're they're too long to be able to like reach back and oh, feed, to feed yourself. yourself, but the moral of the parable is you can dip it in and feed it to someone else that right. way everyone gets fed.
1: maybe maybe I hadn't heard that story, hmm. so it's quite possible that this flew over my head then Mm -hmm. so she prays she feeds her husband a bite of her stew Mm -hmm. he feeds a bite of his stew to lanik and then lanik feeds a bite of his stew to the three little children who are watching Mm -hmm. the shepherd looked at me with tears in his eyes and said you are welcome here forever
0: (laughs) (laughs) for going going with the flow
1: yeah for feeding the children (laughs) <laughs> but they instantly fall in love with him he moves in he lives with them they give him their their bed he refuses and sleeps on the floor by the door because he's he a does, good boy yeah. and... he doesn't have
0: like why would he have any feelings about anything at this point like he already doesn't have to eat sleep
1: mm-hmm. <sighs> he's already inhuman with yeah. his abilities and he doesn't have needs yeah yeah <sighs> So he sleeps on the floor, tends to the sheep, and is treated the same as everyone else. And this is like his respite and his vacation because they just treat him like he's another person. Didn't he everyone just is leave so his poor. Yeah, we just found out that he had been, oh, this holy and powerful being. But now, oh, everyone treats everyone the same because we're all so dirt poor. It doesn't matter. But he doesn't have to eat <laughs> and he doesn't have comfort or issues with being cold.
0: So right, he's just <laughs> he leaves uh, the people of the light, the kooki. He leaves the mm-hmm. kooki and his wife
1: mm-hmm.
0: to go save the world, mm-hmm. and then sees a large black lesbian runs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're following. Like, yeah, I'm gonna live in a totally new country.
1: Mm-hmm. S-
0: To where I can still be abandoning my wife and hide from the large black Mm lesbian.
1: And I can tend sheep and tend the garden and be seen as basically a god.
0: But But I'm treated
1: just the same as everyone else.
0: He's just being like, he's like trying to go somewhere where his, like, he can build up his own little mythology about himself. Yeah. That seems like more perfect to him for some reason Mm -hmm. Uh.
1: it gets better Uh. so he helps with the lambing and when Vran, the mother is having the fourth baby Mm -hmm. she's having a difficult labor he's not supposed to go and see a mother giving birth but you know Fuck the rules when she's dying. So he goes in and takes his skill as a shepherd with lambing to shove his hand up there, push the baby back in, twist it around, and get it to come down the right way. Breaking its back and breaking the mom's back at the same time.
0: Is that that part of the story?
1: Yeah. But he has magic powers and he knits them back together perfectly and heals them. Such that she's better than she was after any of the other births.
0: Jesus Christ. And the baby
1: is healed and fine. He has healing powers.
0: Why couldn't he have just done a cesarean then?
1: Oh, that would have been.
0: Like, why do you got to break there? Do it in the heart? The worst part. The baby was breached
1: with a hand and a leg coming out her vagina. He reaches in there. It's a little different with a sheep because they have a lot more room. Mm -hmm. Like, their sides bulge out. There's a lot more space in there than a woman. flip it around, yeah. Yeah, because our hips are kind of in the way Mm -hmm. when you're having a baby, whereas sheep have a lot more area to shove it in there. Right. Yeah, so this is is Orson Scott's card idea of human female anatomy. We can shove the baby back in there like a lamb, and our boobs hurt when we walk.
0: You know what it was? He... Like, I wonder if he was, like, raised on a farm or something like that, and he helped with, like, one lambing. Yeah, he, he was, like one sheep. Oh, yeah, that wasn't that bad at all. I don't know why, what women are complaining about. <laughs> they just shove it back in and yeah, twist it. Yeah, because sheep
1: don't cry when they have babies. <laughs> they just go, meh. <laughs> I bet that's what it was.
0: Oh, my God. I hate this fucking guy.
1: I hate this whole thing. Oh, so he becomes, comes known as the local healer man. He heals all the local sick and injured and he heals sheep and he lives with them for two years. Great. Yep. I don't really know why this whole part of the story even happened, really.
0: He's just.
1: It's just to show how good and pure he is, I guess. Ugh. So, well, the the guy in charge of Humpers is called Lord Barton. He sends a servant to fetch Lannick. Lannick refuses to leave until the planting is done, but he's actually feeling excited to do important things again, because in reality, helping women survive childbirth isn't important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nursing boo boos isn't important. That's basically women's work. He was doing as an interim. You know, this was his little vacation yeah, between he's like going back it to with the pores. Yes, <sighs> and now he's ready to get. Back on Into the World doing important things. Yay. So excited. And they cry and wail when he leaves. Of
0: course. Just like his wife that he abandoned Mm -hmm. for no reason. Mm -hmm. Boy, I forgot how fun this episode was. I hope everyone had a really good time listening to this. Uh, We certainly had a good time recording it. If the ads in this episode seemed a little shoehorned, They were. I I promise we do better in the future, but we got really excited with this episode, so we just kind of forgot to add ads in. But yeah, uh, reach out on social media and... Uh, our email at bibliorex at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our patreon thank you so much for listening we enjoy making content that people like and please uh, let us know about bad books that you know about and we'll read them and talk shit about them like we do all the books we don't like see you all next time bye